Check, 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 and we're live. Okay, so welcome everybody to the first podcast. This is a couple facts where we inspire to uh, spark change, and you know we just have different debates or different discussions about different topics going on. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's that's how I was. That's all I had to come out with. Yeah, I'm just here. <laughs> all right, so a couple facts. So today's topic, I guess, we'll, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into it. Oh, oh well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Mark, and this I'm is Shay. This is Shay, my lovely wife, and you know we're a married couple presenting the facts. So yeah, a couple facts. The podcast um, today uh, we're going to talk about um, long distance relationships. I guess I'll just give you a couple facts. Okay. <laughs> All right. So did, did you have any facts? I don't. You, you, you said you at... were looking at the facts. Huh? You said you were looking. At... You we told said... me to come sit here, and that's it. No, we said we was going to uh, present. Each of us were going to Yeah, but facts. today's, your this video is for your facts. All right, so a couple facts. The only facts I found, I just looked up three facts. Um, let's see. I'm not sure how I want to present these and what order I would like to present these in. All right, so just talking about uh, long-distance relationships, um, I looked at the study. It said 39% of heterosexual couples reported meeting their partner online. That's, that's quite a lot compared to 22% in 2009. 39%? 39%. That's almost half. So everybody's meeting people online, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter or LinkedIn. What's the or, stuff? That she, oh, Tinder. Insta. Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, well, I guess people start relationships on Tinder. I thought Tinder was just a smash and smash. Well, I'm us. talking about like those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of fish. Well, that's one mm. for that too. Um... Christian, uh, Mingle, Christian Mingle, E-Harmony. It's meet. a lot of them. You think about it. Black people. Yeah, I guess it's a whole industry. I wonder how much the industry that... See, you should have your facts together. Well, I mean, I'm just looking up facts as we go. Okay. So what you looking at now? Um, how much the how much that industry makes? Online relationship? Dating. Online dating, dating relationship. Online, online dating. Is that an industry? It's, it's got to be. Because you pay to, pay to get on there. Revenue or something. Income yeah. stats. Hmm. $7 billion. Wow. The global online dating application market size was valued at $7.5 billion in 2020. That's crazy. So it's expected to grow 5.6% from 2021 to 2028. So it's only going to keep getting bigger. So this is a real issue. This is something that people really got to, you know, think about and put up with because people are single and they're trying to date so how does that okay so how does that relate to our topic for today like our relationship um well we'll get into our relationship okay. a little bit more but i'm going to present a couple more facts okay okay Here's okay a couple facts let's see okay. let's see 75 percent of all engaged couples have at some point been in a long distance relationship around 10 percent of couples continue to maintain a long distance relationship after marriage about 3.75 million married couples are in a long-distance relationship in the U.S. alone. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. I didn't know long-distance relationships were as common as they are. Wow. 75% of all engaged couples mm-hmm. have been in a long-distance relationship at some point. Gotcha. So, can I throw out a fun fact too? Yeah. But this is well, I don't know if this is a fun fact, but She's I tell this. To get out this fun fact. <laughs> I tell this. She, she, she brought out a fact. Well, I'm this is off the dome though. This is something that um, 
I don't know where I should be looking. I don't think I should be looking anywhere because part of this is going to be video. Part of this is going to be audio. So I think I can uh, just, just do whatever. Yeah, just do you. Yeah. So I, um, I tell this to everybody that I know. I was probably, probably, let's say throw it back like eight years ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago. And I swear I was watching like Steve Harvey or Dr. Phil and I don't even watch TV. It was probably Steve Harvey. So I was watching this and there were couples on there who were on there because they were married but they lived apart hmm. and so i was like what like nobody who does that nobody oh, yeah, does that people had their own separate houses yes or something like that. and they yeah. were talking about how that worked for them and so what's funny is up until last month may well may technically today's july 2nd but up until may end you of may your own house in no. <laughs> <laughs> i had never known anyone who lived that lifestyle until i was at work and this lady who folks report is a little cuckoo. I'm just gonna throw that out there, but yeah, I don't know. She crazy Sue. She was like, yeah, I live apart from my husband because he's, um, I guess like a veteran. I'm trying to put the pieces of what I remember together and he has mental health issues. And she Mm -hmm. said she has her own apartment. She's a teacher, mind you. She has her own apartment and he lives in the house. And the only reason why she goes to intermingle or whatever is that's her husband. No, <laughs> to try to help mitigate the issues that he has with his children. So from my understanding, I wasn't sitting, we we're in a literal like IEP meeting. So I wasn't about to ask this lady to elaborate on mm-hmm. this. But from what I gather is that he they have children that are like 18, 19, like adult, not like 30 plus, but like adult enough to maybe still live in the house kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so they get into it because crazy sue's husband (laughs) crazy Mm -hmm. crazy joe (laughs) (laughs) crazy (laughs) joe gets into it with the kids and they have to try to fend for them whatever and so she'll come help and Mm -hmm. try to mitigate i don't know what this looks like i don't know if she's coming you know daily to help or if she comes to put out the fire then leaves if she comes for the weekend i don't know what that looks like but that's what she said and she was just saying it just as normal and i was like wow i've never known anyone and i was like he might be abusive he has to be gotta be gotta be beating he's got to be on level 10 for her to be a teacher and then coming in she is older she's probably every bit of like 60 or close to it but you know i age people but so she might be 50 but (laughs) every bit of like 60 and she has an apartment and so what's funny is i had never met anyone who lived apart from their spouse as much as maybe they wanted to up until i met crazy sue and she told me about her and crazy joe and to beat it all i i don't know hers was just different back in the day when i was watching the tv show they were saying like you know, we live apart and this works for us. I have my own. I think they were like lawyers and doctors. And I was thinking that makes sense. It doesn't make sense, but it would be more feasible if you have the income to support separate lifestyles, lifestyles. And she might have the income to support her apartment lifestyle or whatever. But I'm just saying I had never, for me, one of the perks of being married is having two incomes. And so the fact that she chooses, you know, I'm sure they have separate finances, but the fact that she actually is living and dwelling her. And she's had this apartment for years, she says. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, I've never met anybody. So speaking of like relationships and stuff, that's like the fun fact that I tell everybody now after having met Crazy Sue is that I finally met somebody. Because I was like, nobody does that. Like, you'd have to be rich to live apart. And I see the perk of it. Or, you mean, you ain't got to be rich. You just... 
But, live how you were living while you were single. But what's the point of living? It's a, the same thing. Do they not spend a lot of their time together, or I like co-parent? Not, I guess you don't spend no time together. Because I'm saying, apart. if you're basically sleeping over there more often than not, y'all might as well she, live she together. Got her own apartment. Not yeah. her, not crazy Sue. I'm talking about like the other people. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, sleeping together at the same place, then I know. You might as well just move in. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what, I I don't really remember why it is that they lived apart, but you guys will have to let us know on YouTube. I guess the comments you're going to be on maybe. Okay. You'll have to let us know if you're watching on YouTube. And what's your experience with long distance relationship? Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? Did it work out? Is it still working? Or online Um, dating. Yeah. Online dating. Or did you watch that show? Did you happen to catch that show that I watched like 10 years ago? Yeah, that's a a stretch. That's a reach. And if you have known, if you did watch it or if you didn't, do you know anyone like Crazy Sue and Crazy Joe who are living apart for whatever reason? Again, the other relationships sounded like they were coming from a healthier aspect, but Crazy Sue and Joe, like I don't think she could stand to live in his under the roof with him mm-hmm. so anyway that's my fun fact for relationships that was a fun fact i know wasn't it i have another fact okay all right so well you know this is 2015 but you know they did a research uh they studied a, uh, over 1100 relationships all couples were in their 20s 30 percent of them were out of college 77 percent were heterosexual um the results show that people in long distance relationships indicated uh, the same levels of intimacy, communication, Facts. commitment, sexual satisfica- satisfaction, um, and overall satisfaction as those in people as those um, in close proximity in close proximity to their okay. partner. Cool. So um, that was just another fact I wanted to throw out there. Cool. Welcome <laughs> officially. Welcome to welcome back to a couple facts. <laughs> a couple facts, and so we came up with this pretty quickly because uh, it was a play on us being a couple and we thought it would be cool to start out each conversation really with facts because we're like data driven people I feel like we might as well be might as well be analysts I was gonna say that (laughs) and so when I'm thinking about something and topics and stuff I'm thinking about like the facts I want to know the facts I want to look at the facts that's how I form my opinions on life I don't really just have oh yeah I think whatever like when you talk about abortion this and that and the third whatever I think about what are the facts and with the information that we've gained from these facts, what what are the facts? What's the data? Yeah, what, what, what does it what, tell what us? What are the numbers? Say? I'm a numbers person. So Same like, facts, big facts. Whenever I'm into <laughs> All like facts, an argument facts. or discussion, debate, whatever you may call it, um, yeah, I'm like I'm strictly straight to the facts, straight. You know, going by the numbers. What do the numbers say? That's science. I'm very science driven. This isn't conducive <laughs> to us being in a relationship because we have many debates. Yeah. all day every day and like we're literally looking up stuff on googling it trying That's to see sorry. yeah basically <laughs> if it's not based on fact it just almost an opinion doesn't matter in yeah. life in general to me really unless it's based on some type of factual information yeah because i can't support i can't just support something just all willy-nilly just because yeah i can't support somebody just saying something yeah i need to know i need some data some facts but i need data for anything so anyway welcome officially to a couple facts. My husband has long wanted to do a podcast, yes. but I never was on board. Yeah, never. <laughs> never. And my reasoning is because it would be adding something else to my plate. And he said, you just have to come and sit. I'm like, that's true. But I also have to, I'm the person this who does a whole lot of extra right here. Just sitting I'm the, the person who has to do the video and the audio and all of that. What do you so mean? what do you, what 
what you mean? I had to set up the camera. So I had to buy the. To I had to cameras. buy the microphones. I had to do the lighting. This is my equipment that I've been working with for years, so it only makes sense that I do this because I know how to do it. So since you've been working with it for years, <laughs> yes. you already know. No, that's where you're wrong. I have a leg up on you and any other newbie to this type of equipment, but I'm not going to have that much more knowledge. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't have immense knowledge about this. Directions or the instructions. No, the it takes. So, anyway, we're here. And uh, <laughs> we thought we would let you guys in on some of the conversations that we have. Yeah, because um, they're, they're pretty interesting. They, and I like think so. when, when we go talk to other people, you know, it's yes. just, just intriguing. And I feel like our conversations at home are a little bit more deeper and a little bit more interesting. For sure, and, way deeper. And we're quite open minded. And so. I didn't think people were that interested in our conversations, like when we go out and talk to people and stuff like that. I didn't think. It was that interesting, but apparently we are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we are either. But if if the data supports, <laughs> but, yeah. if, if the data supports that we are, I'm confident that we're quite boring. Yeah. We live pretty chill lives. We had to mind our business, not kind of, we do, yeah. and that's just that on that. But so uh, that's what we're. So in this podcast in these episodes today we're just kind of telling you who we are and yeah, all of that. Yeah, that's the little pilot. Yes, and then every Wednesday beginning next Wednesday, which is July the something, you should expect a new podcast episode each week. Each week. Yep. And that's just going to be that on that. And we're going to just kind of talk about, we've been taking notes of different conversations we want to have. So we're like, we can just have some of them, of course, on camera or elaborate on, with elaborate about them. Cause we can talk for hours and hours and hours. So we can talk about this. Hours <laughs> um, hours we can talk about hours. something and then talk about it a hundred more times. So, that being said, uh, that's how we got started. The only thing we needed to do differently was that I ordered this little microphone set. If it's sounding like something, then, uh, you know, I have it linked down below. It was only $100 for the receiver and then the two microphones. And we hooked up the receiver to my camera and then we have the two microphones here. So uh, that's the only thing I thought we might need to do because my microphone isn't that great to pick up from such a distance. So, yeah, we only spent a hundred dollars to kind of get the show on oh actually and we have somebody making our logo and all of that so we did delegate that task so that's a uh, like a hundred dollars or a little less than that too but here we are mm-hmm. all right so um now i guess it's time to talk a little bit more about who we are but before we get into that i would like all of all of our viewers and listeners to know that this portion of the broadcast is sponsored by Shay Budgets and Mr. <laughs> Budgets. Um, if you go ahead and follow those guys on YouTube, they brought you today's show. Um, maybe, you know, a third party, the microphone, whoever. No, you don't uh, shout them out. No, they're not smart. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I don't know who it is. <laughs> There's right, people. So, um, I don't know what that is. Texas. <laughs> all right, yeah, so this, this, this broadcast, today's episode. If is anything, Panasonic, because she's been rocking with me for years. Texas, Panasonic, Lumix. Um, That's Panasonic. Shea Budgets, Mr. Budgets. Shea's Budget Shop. Shea's Budget Shop. <laughs> Shea's Etsy Shop. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Those are today's sponsors. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, so, today we're talking about long-distance relationship. Uh, we figured that was a good topic to start off with, to introduce ourselves. Because little do you know, or, you know, many people don't know, we actually, you know, went through a little period where we were in a long-distance relationship. And, yeah. Um, so, the story about how we met, I guess, that's 
pretty much that whole story. Yeah, we just told that, but that video, has, this will drop before that video, so we can tell it again here. Right, <laughs> you heard so, it here first. All right, so it was a cold day, September 4th, 1989, and I was born in Germany. Sorry, I ain't going to take that that far. All right, so, all right, so I graduated from Georgia Southern University. Um, after that, I got, well, I got a degree in sports management. Then I went up to uh, West Virginia, where my cousin lives. I have family in West Virginia. Um, Huntington, West Virginia, where, you know, the great Marshall University is located. Um, I did an internship. I was, I was a strength and conditioning coach. And, yeah, that's why I, that's why I was there in West Virginia. This one, she was living in West Virginia, in Huntington, going to school, getting her education at Marshall University, and... Although, when we met, I had just started at West Virginia University. Oh, Yeah, so, just so we're clear. Like, I had just graduated from Marshall, and I was beginning my graduate degree that we obtained together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did her work while she was in college. It's fine, it's fine. That's how relationships kind of work. I I was her... I was, was that was that your boyfriend or was I still in the friend zone doing your friend zone? Are you sure? Yeah. I feel you, like I wouldn't have done your homework. You only got out of the friend zone after doing my homework. <laughs> so anyway, his cousin lived in West Virginia. I lived in West Virginia, and uh, my colleague lived in West Virginia. And my colleague and his cousin were dating and since like high school, yeah, and now they're married. Um, so we met because he, his cousin, me, my cousin, and, and, his and the colleague were going to a concert. Rick it, Ross, Meek Mill, Wale, um, the whole MMG. Was it Machine Gun Kelly there? Yeah, he was the opening. Yeah. yeah, that was a yeah MMG, November third, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, yep. And I remember my mom dropped me off at their apartment because he and uh, the cousin lived together, and that was just under the viaduct, which was like. Two blocks. I don't think nobody knows what a They don't, is. so I always, always say it. Um, and it was about 8 o'clock in the morning, and that's when we met. And we all got in the car. We went to Lexington, Kentucky, which was like an hour and a half away. We went to the mall. We got some cupcakes. We went to Logan's, Logan's Roadhouse. Yep. We went to the concert. It started raining after we left Logan. Oh, yeah, it was pouring down yeah. raining. And I was just a tag along, by the way, because yeah. I was wanting to go and didn't have anyone to go with, I guess. Which is interesting because I had a concert buddy at the time. I was say you had no friends. I don't know where she was. Anywho, uh, well, she was my Lil Wayne concert buddy. We we went to see Lil Wayne many times, but so we went to the concert and we got home at like 11 p.m. They dropped me off at my house, and then April 29th, which is one of my friend's birthdays, 2000, one of my friend's birthdays, one of my friend's birthday, 2013, mm-hmm. he slid in the Twitter DMs and asked if I wanted to go to another concert. concert. And I was hyped because clearly I didn't have a concert buddy or something. (laughs) So I was like, bet. And then, yeah. When I said that, I was really just trying to see if you remembered me or remember who I was. Yeah. I will say, I think I went to my first concert beginning of that year. So I think you only lucked up because I was like in this high of going to concerts. Because like I had gone to Lil Wayne in March and then MMG, I guess. I think I went to another Lil Wayne, I think, in July. Anyway, so he caught me at a good time. And so we then would, like, date, even though he stayed in the friend zone for a year. And then he eventually got out the friend zone a year after. So November 2013. So in a couple months, 
we will have known each other for 10 years and then uh what had happened? So eventually, I remember we went on a date to the movies. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then <laughs> date, <laughs> date. All right, back it up, back it up to the concert. The reason why is, you know, she probably, you know, wanted to go to another concert with me, is because when we went to the first concert, I had connections and I got us backstage. I did not care about I got that. Backstage I did class. not go backstage. Us, well, you got front rows. Okay, and then we got kicked out of there. So what is it? No, y'all wanted to move back. Y'all said it was oh, too loud. Oh, it was too loud. But then we also got kicked loud. out. Huh? So we also had got told to move. It was too loud, and we got told to move. So no, y'all wanted to move. Either way, I so wasn't impressed. Moved, sorry, so y'all moved up to the little recording little place. So what I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Here are the facts. There, there were VIP seats. Here are the facts. I got them. They, we were all the way up in the balcony, and then I pulled my connections and got us right down on the floor. Here are the facts. Dapping up Wale and everything. Here are the facts. What? The facts is that you did not get a chance with me because I sat on the front row of MMG for. Yeah, you was a clout chaser. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit it. Because I sat on the front row of MMG, Rick Ross. Just admit it. I thought I was somebody in love with Wale at the time and J Cole. But anyway. That's not what made you ended up in the friend zone for a year either way. So did it really help you out? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm <laughs> That's true. So then, yeah, we just began our relationship. And then eventually, though, he would move back home. And that's where the long distance relationship back here part came in. Yep. Where we live literally now. So we had our long distance relationship going from Georgia and West Virginia. And every now and then we would, you know, go see each other. Not every now and again. It was regular. So if I had to give any tips, it was to always have that next meetup, link up, sneaky link. <laughs> just call it. <laughs> that what the kids are calling it. Have that scheduled so that you can have something to look forward to. So we would take turns, but I didn't want. There was nothing for me where I lived. There was nothing for us to. I'm like he would come, but like. I would just come down here, so it was no big deal. Plus, I was in a traveling phase, so I traveled anywhere. So, oh, yeah, he was on the road. Popping out down here was not a thing to me. So, yeah. probably every, I'd say every two months. I don't think we ever really went beyond, like, three months. I don't think so. It only lasted, like, a year and some change anyway. Yeah, and then you moved down. Yeah, and then we got engaged and married and, and all that. And an honest woman. <laughs> all right, so you that have to part, save a hoe. But that part, I had to, like, see if I could actually live with you. I think I already knew that I liked you and I wanted you. Yeah, so we moved in before we were married. Yeah. Um, and that's his rationale. I was just trying to save it. Well, I'd never I lived to, on my own. Uh, yeah, so I, I very much, very much wanted to move here and, like, do my own thing. But, yeah, I didn't, I'd never lived on my own. I don't think that I ever would. And so we just decided to get a two-bedroom apartment because he had a one-bedroom. So we decided to get a two-bedroom so we can kind of spread out and have our own rooms and whatever. And then took it from there. But, yeah, his rationale was he wanted to know if we could coexist yeah, together. Yeah, because, I mean, that long-distance relationship thing, was it wasn't too difficult. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. We did a lot of FaceTiming and texting and calling. Yeah. And we watched movies if, together if on FaceTime. Gonna... Remember that? I don't remember. We would watch movies together on FaceTime like we were together. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. And then when we would link up, we I had... remember we would uh, text each other or call each other and, hey, start the movie at this time or whatever. And, hey, I'm about to press play on the movie. And then so corny. And we'd do it like that. I don't remember staying on FaceTime watching the movie. Yeah. 
We would, like we were watching it together. Yeah. Well, was, <laughs> we were also like early 20s, so if we were corny. Been, you would have been asleep. Yeah, I probably fell asleep, <laughs> like I still do. If we were corny, that's because we were in our early 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's kind of... Um, so, speaking uh you just gave your tip about, you know, staying in communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here's five, five tips um, for how to make your long-distance relationship work. Um, tip number one, communicate as much or as little as you need to feel connected. <laughs> I feel like we did that. Uh, I feel like that's pretty much self-explanatory. Um, if you're going to have a long-distance relationship, it's important to stay in tune with that person. And the only way you can stay in tune with somebody is to communicate, whether it be talking on the phone, texting, FaceTime. I feel like today, in today's world, is you have to FaceTime to avoid being catfished and all that. <laughs> okay. And, and just talking about um, the beginning of these relationships. If you've never met the person, like, see, we've met each other first and then took it long distance. But a lot of these online relationships, they're just starting on Facebook with a, a, a profile icon, not knowing who that person might be, not knowing what they look, what they really look like. Um, so I feel like it's definitely important to FaceTime these days. You can't go into a long distance relationship having never met the person, not even FaceTime. Like, you've you got to FaceTime. But what's interesting is that we got closer, even though we were in a long distance relationship. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. But again, we we didn't go that many. I mean, maybe three months max, probably. So yeah, we linked up like four or so times as much as, much as we could. If I like, you know, if we didn't have work in the way, I'm sure it would have been even more. But I would, you know, I could take three, four days off. So yeah, so I never went on a long vacation. That's probably what kind of fostered me still not going on long vacations I would just do like four days off you know get up early drive down here or vice versa him drive to me you know off work for like two three days then drive back home sometimes I would drive back home and go right to work at 3 p.m. so living life on the edge but you know we wanted to spend all of our time together or whatever so that was fun mm-hmm. <laughs> those were, num- uh, go ahead I was gonna say those were the days nothing important tip number two be there even when you can't actually be there um, so it just means like whenever you need something or whenever you you might have an emotional need, um, just I guess call that person, let them know how you feel, and you know, just be there, just be supportive over the phone or whatever or however you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I did a great job at being there for you. You did during our long distance <laughs> relationship while I was doing your homework. <laughs> I feel like I was definitely because you seemed like you were so stressed out. I'm I like, don't know if we I were go to work long distance when you were doing my homework. I was definitely long distance. I was, you sure? We were not right there while I was while I was doing your homework. I was gonna say my thing only took me two years, and you left the I was first only, year. I was only there one year. I know. So, so the second year we had. Oh, so to. you did my second year homework? Okay, so the I held it down the first year on my own. So don't act like the first you really. Year is usually the easiest. Don't act like you really contributed. If I held it down the first, first year on my own. Is, your first year in the degree program was usually the easiest. If it's two years, that means half of the year that, was so easy. The so that, that means the probability of me being able to do the second year on my own was high. Um, um, we got pull up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Get me the facts. Give me the numbers. I'm nervous that you're... Um, yeah, I think... What's it called, this stuff? A beard. Goatee? Thing? I'm I nervous that is... <laughs> Yeah, I don't I think you'll like ever have enough for, for that. I feel like it's messing up, but it's all good. Okay. You going to finish your facts or what's next? Oh, yeah. Tip number three. 
Tip number three. Remind your partner frequently what you love about your relationship. We didn't do that. We reminded each other of what we, we loved. Were, that we're, I, well, I know for a fact. Of, I reminded of you course. that I was into you. You have the Will Smith complex. Huh? You know what that is? <laughs> What's the Will Smith complex? <laughs> I want you to guess. We just read the book. What's the Will Smith I complex? Do anything you, and that's the Jasmine complex. And I'm, and I'm the, I have a friend who's exactly like that. And that's why y'all be on y'all's head when y'all talking about, oh, I can skate. And here they come tumbling down. The uh, thing. Colors just asked me if I could skate. Oh, I can skate. Here she's <laughs> on the floor more than I am. I'm like, she she has the same complex. She said she is convinced she can do it all. But I was saying, remember we just visited yeah. our friend that could skate. And yeah, had Michelle. Skates Michelle can actually skate. Skate. Like she has skates. Well, she's learning to skate. Like multiple pairs of skates. Like yes, skates. Yeah. So, I was called. I would call that an actual skater. Yeah. But see, I can skate. But I'm not a skater. I see. Okay. I have if the that's ability, what you call skating. I have the ability and talent to do so, but it's not something I do often. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next fact. Tip number four. Forge a secure attachment by supporting each other's interests. Um, okay. That's, yeah, that's fact. Fact. You, you did that. Yeah. When I was DJing and stuff, you would always seem interested in it, and I would Pretend. send you some yeah. stuff. Uh -huh. Child, do not. Like, oh yeah, I used to be the hugest fan. You was jamming out and you was. I would. He would make me a um a mix and all that. And I would take it on the road with me, and I was so infatuated. See, I like art. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned. And I am an artiste. Whatever. And I'm sensitive about my sheets. <laughs> what? Who huh? said that? I'm an artiste and I'm sensitive about my sheets. Do not use profanity on this I pocket. said sheet. And tip number five. Find a way to hang out together while apart. Um, well, I guess that would be us driving back and forth with each other. Or at the FaceTime and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And when we did link up, it was so fun. And I think that also, I have to say, that kind of fostered our friend, like that friend zone thing mm -hmm. kind of fostered a friendship that I don't know it's just kind of it was the foundation of you just us liked me. huh you just liked me it was the foundation of us being successful in our long distance relationship again yeah. it wasn't like years or anything but it was like a good year maybe if that mm -hmm. probably maybe I don't know that's probably a dramatic maybe a year and a half I don't know but anyway so and even a fact another fact is that November Third, twenty twelve is when we got married. So we got married on the fourth anniversary. No, we got married November third, twenty sixteen. So we got married on the fourth anniversary of when we met. So in six years, we'll have known each other for ten years, and we'll have been married for six years. What did I say? Yeah, you said I messed that all up. Yeah, you did. You said in six November, years. on November third, twenty twenty-two, it'll be the tenth anniversary of the day we met, and the sixth anniversary of the day we got married. Yeah. So, those are fun facts. So November is a pretty big deal. It'll be six years this year. Mm -hmm. oh, pretty. So, so we, I, I, missed, I missed five years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. What? Wait. Weren't we supposed to do something special for? for what, like a yeah, and we oh, keep we, saying we're going to do a vow renewal until we think about how much money we'll have to spend. And yeah, then, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. And then it's like, is a vow renewal for us or for 
for other people. At that point, if I'm spending like four thousand dollars, never been down to do stuff just to people. feed other people, like and all that, we might as well just go do the same thing we did when we got married and renew our vows that way, or go elope, yeah. or you know what I'm saying, not yeah, elope, just but take a trip. yeah. So, and renew our vows one on one. Because if I'm going to spend four or five thousand dollars, I mean, might as well spend it on a week or two somewhere rather than oh yeah in the summer oh well, no Thanksgiving week. I was going to say. Because we could be off of work. Mm-hmm. So I guess we could renew them like Thanksgiving week or two. Are we off work for two weeks in November or one? One. Oh, I was going to say. No, um, that could be a thing. I feel like it. No, it's just one. But when we go to modify it, it'll be. Um, I'm lying. No, it won't. I was about to say, because I feel like it's one for Thanksgiving, but I feel like there's a whole nother week in November that we mess with something where it, no, we do we do Thanksgiving break and then we go to school for two more weeks and then Christmas break. I got you. That's what I'd be thinking about. Okay. But we do have another ho- a three day weekend in November. Okay. Well, it turns out to be four because of the work from home days. Got you. Okay. Um, so let's talk about um, why do you think long distance relationships don't work out for people? A lot of people seem like you know you have friends who be in long distance relationships and they don't be working out and. I don't know, you just see, I feel like one thing, you got to trust the other person. Like, well, that's all relationships. If you don't have trust in a relationship, then it's not going to work at all, whether it be, whether you're in close proximity or if you're in a long distance relationship, it's not going to work. Nothing's going to work unless you trust the other person. Um, And that's kind of a big thing because, I mean, if you're in this city and the other person in this city... And they tell you one thing, hey, I'm going to work, but then the whole time that person's going out to the club or hanging out with this other person or, you know, doing the whole little sneaky link thing, that that's not going to work together. You know, so you got to be on the same page and trust the other person. Yeah. I don't have, I feel like, I don't have trust, like the thought of, I'll just take you since you're my first boyfriend and only husband, only boyfriend and only husband. The thought of my boyfriend or husband like sneaking around or cheating or whatever has literally never crossed my mind. So I guess what I'm saying is. Chad, you got the right one. <laughs> guess what I'm saying. If anybody else was here. then <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I don't know. I'm not saying trust isn't a factor, but like that has never crossed my mind together, like in close proximity or far mm-hmm. proximity. So. That's what I was thinking about. Because you, you've never been heartbroken. You've never maybe been, why? You've never been cheated on before. <laughs> I guess that'll do it. Think, I, th- I feel like once, you get, once you've been cheated on, it kind of puts this thing in the back of your head where uh, it might happen again or let me look out for this or look out for these clues and signs. or. I guess. I don't know. I'm just huh. talking. I don't know I'm either. I'm just talking shit. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't have that. So... Yeah, I don't know that trust really mattered to me. I guess what I'm saying because it, I wasn't like thinking about do I trust the person or not. I don't know. I guess I just I trust people until they give me a reason not to. So like I don't wake up each day thinking that people are going to wrong me or harm me or do something bad to me until they give me a reason to. And then you know if one and one is equal in three and not two, that's when I'm like mm, something is sketchy and debatable. You know, but otherwise, I just kind of, I don't go through my life thinking about, like, who's going to harm me, who has harmed me, or people are out to get me, or people are going to harm me, or betray my trust, and when it just happens, I just deal with it when it when it comes, instead of 
preoccupying my life. I don't know. I like to walk a, a lighter walk is what I call it. Then, and so. Then that's where we defer. Because I'm going into every situation skeptical. You are. Everybody. A lot of people are. But yeah. I literally just assume that folks that's, are good. It might be your body's natural defense mechanism. Yeah. Fight. Freeze. Or flight. Flight. Fight. 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 <laughs> flight or freeze. Freeze yeah. is one too. Yeah. Um, so I think it kind of has to do with all that and our upbringing and what we've experienced and yeah. traumas and stuff. But yeah, for the most part, I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I never, I didn't grow up in a household where I recognized cheating or saw it or heard about it or infidelity or whatever, or not being, you know, I was, my mom was very trustworthy of other people who was my primary caregiver. So like trusting of other people, she didn't have this mindset that people are going to be out to get her and do her wrong and stuff like that. So I just have that same kind of mentality that until they, until a person crosses the line, crosses the boundary, then. Then that's kind of like a country mentality. Like Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, people out, folks out in yeah. the country are yeah. friendly. City people are skeptics and, city people and country are, people yeah. are big, happy family, but practically. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. That could be a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah, pull up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you crunch the numbers on that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so we've been on here for 37 minutes, which I'm glad this is say, keeping track. Ain't this, about, ain't it about this is the end, but I thought we should end it by telling it. people, if they are new and somehow discovered us, not through YouTube, mm -hmm. who we are and like a couple facts about us. So those are what I was thinking. I'll go first. I was born in Columbus, Ohio, and I also lived in West Virginia, and now I live in Georgia. So I consider all three of them to be like home. So if I mention home, I could be talking about any of them because mm -hmm. that's where I've spent my life. I, I don't think you could claim. Uh, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. I was born September 15th, so I'm a Virgo, and I currently have on a Virgo necklace because I don't know why. Because uh, it was like two No, it was free. I think I got it free at H&M. Um, I am by degree, and I say by my own proclamation, a clinician and social worker. And this month I actually sit for my clinical exam. I work in the public school system as a clinician, and I've worked with kids my whole career. I love kids so much and just being a voice for them and an advocate for them because they're just so precious and delicate. And some kids are not treated that way. And I like being able to advocate for them. I have siblings. I have nieces and nephews and godchildren. What else? My favorite color, color, color is purple, but I don't actually wear purple and you probably don't see purple a lot anywhere. And it's not a color that I would decorate with necessarily either. So you would never know that my favorite color was purple until I told you. Um, any other facts about me? Toyota gang. I drive a Toyota. You drive a Toyota. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much it about me. I don't, I'm not very interesting. Oh, I'm honestly not interesting. Definitely a homebody, although I am an extrovert. Um, all of my closest friends live in different states. None of them live in my state, but I do have two friends here who I hang out with, but that's all that I've been able to gather in the seven years that I've lived here in Georgia. And that's pretty much me. I really just, there's not a whole lot about me. I feel like I'm kind of a square. Growing up, I was called a goody-goody two-shoes, which is fine, and just a lover of life. Those are my facts. What about you? Ooh, that's it. You finished? Yeah. yeah talking about that. There ain't a, ain't a lot about me. <laughs> Shout out 
Jesus. Sheesh, I've just been looking at that thing. Go ahead. I was born in Germany and blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. <clears throat> so, my life began on a cold night on September 4th, 1989. Beyonce's birthday. Fun fact. Yes, I have Beyonce's birthday. Which, I know, think she's 80, 80. She knows she probably got to be 80. I think the she's year. 84. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I have things in common with the great ones. So, me and, ba- me and Beyonce were basically twins. We're basically the same person. Um, but I was born in Würzburg, Germany. Um, I'm an army brat. My dad was in the army. I lived in Germany, lived in Texas, lived Alaska. in Alaska, lived in West Virginia. My family's from West Virginia, a small town called Bluefield, West Virginia. Um, I've been living here in Augusta, Georgia for about since since the 99, 2000s. Um, let's see, what else about me? I like sports. Um, I have a degree in sports management. Um, I'm currently a teacher. Um, I teach health. Um, and yeah, it's not too much about me. My, uh, my favorite color is red. Uh, my favorite person <laughs> uh, that I'll never meet is Lil Wayne. So just wanted uh, to throw that out there. <laughs> and I think I've seen him in concert like 12 times and I want to just go until I can't anymore. Yes, we like concerts. I used to DJ. Um, you are still a DJ. Yeah, though. I still DJ. If anybody needs, you know, some music, weddings, parties, birthdays, anything like that. Um, let's see. Is that all? Is that us? I think that's it. That's all. Yep. So you can find me on YouTube at Shea Budgets and Instagram at Shea Budgets. Him, Mr. Budgets, Mr. Spelled Out on Instagram. M-I-S-T-E-R-B-U-D-G-E-T-S. On Instagram and YouTube. And you're watching our first ever or listening to our first ever podcast and we are going to be filming weekly to get videos and podcast episodes out weekly yes and you can find this you know at a couple facts on youtube if you have any questions concerns um topic requests sponsorship things you need to handle um if you want us to show your product or if you even want to be a guest on the show uh email a couple facts at gmail.com um, and everything's spelled the correct way, A-C-O-U-P-L-E. Except it's going to be hard to do. C-T-S at gmail.com. It's going to be hard to do guests when we're doing a video podcast, so. Mm, not necessarily. Yeah. How are you going to put a third or fourth person on the video? You could do a Teams meeting thing. That's what folk do. That is? Like Breakfast Club and all that. Huh. You know, during the quarantine, how they. Mm-mm. I don't watch podcasts or whatever, no. Unless a person is a guest and they're literally sitting there with them. But we'll work out the kinks. You can do it online. Okay. Um, Let's see. Is there anything else before we let you guys go? Not on my part. No. All minds, hearts, clear. Mm -hmm. Facts. All right. So the doors to the church are now open. And I hope you guys have a great day. Let there be one. Have a great week. To subscribe. Huh? You don't know this? Please, somebody, please, somebody. <laughs> oh, I subscribed already, so it's fine. Okay. Well, yeah. we need somebody other than you. Please, somebody <laughs> subscribe so we'll have the motivation to keep on doing this. Thanks. Um, yeah, because if y'all don't subscribe and listen or watch, then it's going to be dead. So. <laughs> um, how do we kill this thing? How do we wrap it up? Um, I think that the, we should. This is a pilot, so we're just figuring this out how to make our grand escape. Uh, that's on you. It's your episode. It's your podcast. 
Well, that's those were the facts, and those were the numbers. Do what you will with it, and judge yourself accordingly. Or what do, what do folks say? What? Uh, what do people say at the end of the announcements in church? Um, govern yourself. Govern yourself accordingly. <laughs> those are the numbers. Those were the facts. Govern yourself accordingly. <laughs> Bye, guys.